Welcome back, all you scallywags. We're back after a week off with two two returnings that have been here for a good little bit. It is April, the month of my, my one of my second, third, maybe fourth favorite months. You got to add people's birthdays in there to not sub them. It's not my favorite favorite month because that's got to be September when football starts and and it's my birthday and all that. But this month is definitely up in the top five because it's NFL Draft Month. But first, we've got Jeeves. We've got Adam. How you fellas doing? Doing good. How can the people get you, Jeeves? Yeah. How can they get a hold of you, Jeeves, if they Uh, need to? You can get a hold of me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Jeeves1988. All right. Adam, how you been? It's been a a little bit. I've been good. (laughs) Uh, Not recently. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to your five minutes. Yeah, we'll get uh, to your beer cart here in a minute. You can find me at uh, B, at AL Chronicles. That's right, the AL Chronicles. You didn't on Twitter. Yeah, Adam yeah. had to switch it up because he didn't want to. Uh, what was that guy from Villanova last night who they found his tweets that were a little risque? Uh, uh, Davincio, yeah. yeah. whatever. I don't know. Dante Valenconecki, yeah, whatever. Italian Stallion, and they found some tweets, so Adam had to go rebrand. If mine were some old. Mine were that. Yeah, exactly, but you yes. just you did rebrand after you graduated, so yeah. So uh, and then Lurs Mania on Instagram. Okay, that's simple. Nothing and you, you've already heard his voice. We call him a second ballot Hall of Famer for the Seafield Football League. Second ballot because he came on there at the end. I'll take second ballot. <laughs> Danny Tito, we just call him Tito. How you been, man? I've been good. It's been a while. It has uh, been a while. I've yeah. connected with the Cedarfield crew in quite oh, some yeah. time, but that is where my roots lie. Um, <laughs> big Yankees, Jets fan, trying to embrace the Charlotte Hornets. It's tough. Okay, it is um, tough. I am Danny Tito. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Tweedo. Uh, T-W-E-E-T-O nice. at the end of that. Um, you can find me there. I tweet about 95% about sports. Okay. A um, few thoughts in there, but most of them are all sports related. All right. All right. And then you, you know Instagram. You're not on Instagram training. I don't have an Instagram. I missed okay. that little fad there. Okay. It's still out there. It's I still know. hanging it's out very there. Much, very it's not illegal. Still. It's not illegal. So if you're ever getting frisky, you can jump on that. But yeah. Well, it's good to have you. Like I said, I, I remember looking. I saw, you know, you're pretty active on Twitter. And I was like, oh, I wonder if he's still living in the area, the Charlotte yeah. area. And you are. I was like, oh, we got definitely got to have you on. So yeah, let's before we dive into it, if it's your first time listening, as always, it's me, J Roll Nation. You can follow me on all the forms, J Roll Nation, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and then the Beards Watch Podcast. As always, like, subscribe, five stars on Facebook, let us a review on iTunes and all that good stuff. SoundCloud, you can find us on all that kind of good good jams there. But yes, we have a tradition where we've for the past three or four months we've played Beardio Cart. Before, just to get everybody's loosey-goosey, if you don't know what that is, it's basically Mario Kart on the 64, you can't drink and drive, and I have now won 13 times. Adam, you, you've, it's been tough for you in the, on the road of I've really Mario got, Kart. I've really got no excuses. Yeah, you've been second. Nothing to say, I went with multiple strategies, I yeah. just, <laughs> I feel like Tony Bennett right now in the tournament. <laughs> That's how I feel, I just can't. <laughs> I can't win the big one. Yeah. I can't even get to the big one. That's true. Well. I'm not going to give up. You, you, at least you've got Spirit. multiple other chances the rest of this month. Maybe two or three more visits on the podcast. So that could, you know, sharpen the skills. Maybe squeak one out there. Jeeves, what were you, fourth week yeah. in a row or something? Last yeah. place. I was last, I was last, last week, or last time we were on. Yeah. 
So that's that's tough. Give the game up. You've got two total wins. I do. And you've been sitting on that for a long time. Yep. And you're here just as much as me. So that's, yeah, so that's I gotta, a, there's no excuses there. Yeah. yeah. There's no excuses for me. Yeah, not at all. And, and well, Tito, you finished. I mean, third place, respectable. You said it's been a while, but how you feeling about that third place? I'll take it. You guys seem pretty rivaled over here, so I don't want to interfere with that too much. I'm just well, I'll take my third place walking in finish. It continued the streak of we have yet to have a guest be via first time or a couple times. I consider Jeeves and Adam pretty much regulars, even though, you know, but a, like a guest coming on that's not as regular. I got, Win that, one. I got that vibe. I'm so, yeah. pretty high on a horse over <laughs> yes. here if I pull that a everybody that's Everybody that's on the list is one <laughs> I would consider a regular. Alex, who won one a couple weeks ago, he's now moving out to Seattle, so that might be the, the last of that. Like he, I think he's going to stay at one, so he may get bumped off the leaderboard if we get more people to win. Maybe but me. Maybe. There you go. <laughs> Dylan won his a little bit ago, but, yeah, that's, that's the burial cart. But let's go ahead and dive into it. Last night, super late start time, yeah. Villanova, Michigan. I'm yeah. not sure why they got a tip off at 920, but late. late for us on the East Coast. To me, it was kind of a a whimpering into such a great tournament. I don't know how you guys felt, but I just felt I didn't watch the full game. I, I dove in at the beginning of tip off, watched some DVR stuff, dove back in a couple minutes before halftime, watched till halftime, watched the DVR show, then watched a little bit, and then by the time I got off my other DVR show, it was already they were Sports Illustrated was saying, "Oh, here's your commercials. Get your get champ gear." I was like, "Okay." So they they beat them pretty good. What are you guys thinking? Well, at first, I was a little nervous at first because yeah. I had Villanova in my bracket. Yep. And I won the one pool that actually had money on it because okay. of that, which yeah. is crazy in its own right because I only had one Final Four. What were your, what were your winnings there? Uh, it was uh, quite a bit. Quite a bit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to reveal a Okay. There you go. I don't want to put it out there. But, okay. Uh, Taking your girlfriend out to a nice dinner? Or? Yeah, I definitely will be. <laughs> she, uh, she definitely was happy with that. Nice. But, uh. I, I completely agree. I think the game was kind of just mad. It started off, yeah. you know, Michigan got the early lead. I, mm-hmm. I was a little nervous just rooting for Villanova, but I thought it was going to lead into a good game, but yeah. then Villanova just imposed their will. Yeah. But I do think, like, it, this was one of the best overall tournaments I've seen. Yeah. I wish the championship kind of capped that yeah. off. Yeah. I agree. I, I'm with you on that. I feel like... Especially the first that first weekend upset. There were so many bugs and beaters. And that might have been the greatest yeah, thing I've seen. And compared like, that to, was awesome. to last year's tournament where we had no ups or no buzzer beaters in the first round and it was kinda dull and I mean, yeah, it was a good championship game, but this one at least I think the tournament as a whole was good, but Villanova just proved that they've been the best team throughout the tournament yeah. and, and got the dub. What are you thinking there, Danny? Um, I Tito? mean be, beating Kansas like they did in the final four really yeah. I had the edge for them all the way Yeah. Um, coming into it. But then just from an analytical standpoint, once they dominated Kansas, I didn't think Michigan had yeah. too much of a chance. They did yeah. come out strong. They played well in the first half, made it a game, uh, got away from a little bit at the end of the yeah. first half, and they couldn't really come out strong in the second. Yeah. And it didn't turn it into It felt like Michigan game. had the hype, and everybody was kind of picking them as an upset. Yeah. yeah. They were a much more fun team, I would say. They, they, they had that team. buzzer beater in the second round. For them to win it, it would have been a little more storybook-esque. Villanova yeah. just had one a couple years ago. Yeah. I think Michigan had the, the fan vote. People kind of were rooting for them yeah. as the three seed. Yeah. But I thought Villanova, just with the way they showed out for the whole tournament. Yeah. 
They, they absolutely, like I said. And I'll tell you what, I I do not like that Wagner kid at all. <laughs> on is he the Michigan the Senate, Michigan guy? Big Senate white guy, guy. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I just have a strange feeling that he'll end up on the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets. Oh no doubt. Oh, he's no the, doubt. the profile too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he well, does. You brought up the you brought up the other bracket, so let's give a quick shout out. To Caleb Smith, who won our bracket. Okay. Now, I'll tell you this. I was a little nervous as well because Caleb basically, he had chosen Villanova. Obviously, he had to win. The, the top 11 all chose Villanova. He chose Villanova, but there was one person who I had no idea who they were named Scott K, who chose Michigan. And if Michigan would have won, they would have won the bracket. Wow. Now, I looked on this guy's profile. He's one of those ringers. He literally signs up for 50 bracket challenges a year. What? In 2017, he had 50. In 2018, he had 50. But now, mind you, ours that we do with the Beards Watch was locked. You had to have a password and a, and a group ID. So I don't know if he just Googles. And I, I took his email address, and I put it through Facebook, Twitter, Google. I like cat, went catfish on this. I couldn't find anything on this what? guy. What? So I was, really, I was like, man, that's the one thing I was nervous about is somebody in our Beards Watch bracket challenge would win, but I had no idea who they were. And I guess I was like, okay, so should I kick him out? You know, because I wanted somebody like Caleb or you, Adam, to win who I would know, get the prizes, and then we could post on social media. And you actually live in North Carolina, so you could go to the places like Queen City Wings and, you know, uh, Escape 109 and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, well, let me just wait to see the game. Because Villanova wins and he doesn't win, and we can just let it go and worry about it next year. So I was happy Villanova won, even though I didn't win. But we'll read a, a quick... Breakdown of our top. I'll do a top eleven since that's who all chose Villanova. Caleb was first with one thirty. Lurs second, one fifteen. Yeah. Dirty Jeeves was the reigning champ. Yeah. With a third place finish. That's I, respectful. I, I was like, I looked at it going into like the final four. Yeah. And like I saw Caleb up there, saw Lurs up there, and I'm like down at the bottom. Like, yeah. I'm not down at the bottom, but I'm like down like on it. You didn't have to scroll to find your name, you know. Yeah. And like I look at it and like, all right. So I'm looking at it, it's like okay, they, that person's already kept out, so I can beat them. I like I like playing out like the key thing here is Jeeves was doing math, and that's always oh, scary. Yeah, it's always scary when I'm doing math. It's like okay, <laughs> that person's yeah. already capped out on their max points. Same with this. Okay, that one hasn't, but they have like 106. I have 108, so it's like yeah. I can jump. I can jump them if Villanova wins. But and, the issue was if you look at max points, and if you're up with Caleb, you knew even if Villanova won, you weren't going to pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. exactly. That's so where that's where you were. I was, yeah. That sucked too. Yeah, it's like, man, I can win this, this one. one. Yeah, yeah. But then you got. Then I saw him. Yeah, he had, I think he had what Michigan in the final four. And did he, he had Michigan in the final four. That's what put him over the top there. Oh, okay. um, but back to it. Kaylee was fourth with one hundred six. My aunt was fifth with one hundred five. Damn. Uh, hey. Amy Hurley was fifth or sixth with one hundred five. My dad was seventh with one hundred four. John Long, 8th with 103. Ooh. Corey, ninth with 102. And Candace, Jerry and his mom, my mother-in-law, was 10th with 101. And those were the top 10. All had 100 points. The 11th person was Alan Fury, who had 96. He chose Villanova as well. And then Danny, I mean, Tito, you were 31st. Okay. And then I was 38th. So I don't even I didn't even write our points down. I think I was at 50 because it was just not even respectable down there. And like I always say, my excuse is I can't win all my own prizes I gotta let somebody else win, so I picked a lot of different. Why don't you take that route in video? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm hey, I gotta win something there, right? Your family seemed to show out though. I know. Good there. gracious, everybody did did pretty well. But There's myself. what fifty fifty six entries, and I'll, like I said, I really shout out That's to everybody. Respect, respectable. That was the most we've ever had. I think last year we only had like twenty four. Yep. And again, this is what we want. When it's growing. That's growing. growing. The Survivor yep. fantasy, which we'll get to, is growing. 
The death pool for Game of Thrones is growing. So, like I said, we're building up these fantasies. And, again, Caleb will be winning uh, 50% off at Escape 109, uh, a free wings and fries basket from Queen City Wings, and then some swag from Triple Whammy Sauces. And then, Tito, you'll be going home with some Triple Whammy Sauces as well. It's your first time on the podcast. Don't forget that. A lot of guests forget the little bottle every time. But, all right, so back to it. Any final tourney thoughts? I think we kind of, I mean... Overall, I liked it. it Overall, was great. I'd rather have a dud of a championship and yeah. a great shout out to UMBC. Round. Yeah, UMBC. Yeah, that, that was cool. That that was awesome. You might not see that ever again. No, that was. Yeah, it happened in Charlotte. Yeah. That was best I, thing to happen in that arena all season. Well, second to Kimba getting scored. Not according to the Shaw Observer, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I liked it. I saw that. I saw that. I don't read that. Did you see that, Tito? Which part? What about when Kimba passed? Tell uh, Curry. Curry. Did you see what the Observer did on the front page? No, I didn't. They put well, on, on their sports page. What they did was at the very top. I can understand this, but still, it shouldn't have been. It was like the Panthers bit when Navarro was in town, or the guy from Canada was in town yeah. visiting the Panthers to buy him, right? Okay, or put a bid. That was the top headline of sports, and then beneath that is LeBron's throwing down a dunk. No, no and then beneath that. It's, is Kimba in just like a little small picture, you know, oh, he's past the career points. And you're yeah. like, look, this is a Charlotte paper. Like, yep. to me and my that's mind. That's supposed to be one you That say, is the biggest story yeah, as far like, as. And that's what, I tweeted that out. I said, I'm a big Panthers fan, but unless the team actually got sold, I think that should have been the second story or the third yeah, story. Speculation exactly, spe- exactly. Speculation. Exactly. Facts. Of yeah. a team that's been around. You know, we know how they had that couple of years where they weren't here. They were the Bobcats and stuff, but still. That's, an, that's a, a, a great accomplishment for any player at any sport at any team. Yep. And so to put them as a third timeline. And then what even ticked me off was they outsourced it to another company, not even in Charlotte. Yeah. Really? And that was yeah. their excuse, That too. was their excuse. See, I, I didn't read all that. I just yeah. looked at, like, the picture, and it's like, like, Kimber's got the small one. Down yeah. in the corner, LeBron's got the big one. Like, yeah. that should be opposite. Yeah, right? I know they got beat, but still, you're a local paper. You cover your local teams. But, yeah, yeah they, they were like, yes, yeah, sorry, we outsourced that to a, another company, another city. I'm like, how are you? Why? That's just disrespectful. It, it is. Look yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make it look makes sense. At all. It makes sense, though, because Kemba is often disrespected throughout yeah. his career, and he yeah. just keeps proving people wrong. Yeah, I'm with you. He so, is. He does. So, I, my final thought on the tournament uh, is for the first time in 16 years, USCG was in it. I was hoping they'd upset Gonzaga, me being a former alumni. That almost was, did. They almost did. That was a. Uh, that was, like I said, it's been a long time since. I, the first time I remember actually watching them in a tournament game, so that was cool to actually be able to cheer for your team, regardless if they went one and done. So that that's my take from it. I, like I said, I'm just glad it was the 16-1 thing was off the charts. That was amazing. The game and, itself, though, was yeah, incredible. It was, it was, I mean, that whole bracket. I mean, Sister Jean, shout out Sister Jean. Yeah, that, that was bracket, fun. Right. But, yeah, it was good to – that one was the wildest because, like, I remember watching it and we were down here in the basement playing video games and it was like, oh, you know, they're down – 15 or 12, you're like, they're going to make, like, this is what, because Kansas at one point was down to their 16 seed a little Penn. bit. And to everyone kind of thought that Penn would have a chance. Yeah, could, could do the upset. And, yeah, yeah. They were the and you always go, oh, okay, yeah, they're down early. People are just trying to get you to turn the channel over. And then, like, all of a sudden, as the top, time clicked away, you're like, wait, they're down 20 with seven minutes to they go. They just like, kept hitting their shots. They never yeah. slowed down. They didn't play conservative where you would think they would have in yeah. the second half with the lead. Best team in the country. Sometimes you scale back, yeah. try and do the fundamentals. They were just jacking up threes and hitting them. And that's yeah. how you beat the number one team. And in the I country. think it also brings out a point of how I think the talent has kind of 
evened out in the playing field. That yes, you're gonna have your superstars. That's no matter what, you're always gonna have superstars. But with all these AAU teams now and leagues and stuff, you've got kids who are more skilled going to college than they used to be, especially mm-hmm. at these smaller schools. Absolutely. And it's showing. And like I said, I think this year's tournament was was really good. I think that's and a I, credit to Jarius Lyles. Was he the star of that? Yep. UMBC oh, team? Oh yeah. Yep. And right. uh, and the little five two guy, man, that guy running around. That was just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And I also think it shows that styles of play really matter. If you look at like even look at Villanova, like yeah. How they blew out Kansas. They're shooting them up, shooting yeah. threes, yeah. shooting threes. And Virginia, their play style just shows they they're gonna have to change something yeah. up to be successful. Well, that's what, after that game, I think I tweeted out: Virginia is designed to beat top talent and top teams in the country. They're not yeah. designed to beat heart and just yeah. making shots. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of game they're gonna lose rarely, but it happens. Yeah. And that's the especially in a one and done tournament like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been a theme for them. They've, it has. Yeah. They lose and that was more my, they are projected to every year. My one thing, I think it was. Two years ago, maybe even last year, I picked them to go far, and they went out in the second or third round. And I was like, never again. I'm not yeah. believing in them. Now, of course, I did not call it 16-1. Yeah. But I knew, I was like, they're not going to be in my final four because I just know they're going to choke at some point. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it was going to be that <laughs> first game. First game, so. yeah. That's what I thought, too. But I uh, chose Arizona, and they were out a day before. <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I thought Arizona was strong with DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. The way he played in their conference tournament just yeah. dominated. It looked yeah. like they were ready to step up and play at that next level, and they just did not. I'm with you on that. But, yeah, Jeeves, you got any final thoughts before we, we jump over to NFL draft? I mean, let's just pick it back up, y'all. I mean, it was an all-around good tournament. Yeah. Uh, had – had a lot more intense games. Like the first, like I think, like the first game went into overtime. Yeah, that was the very, very state, first yeah. game. Which oh. I think it's a good point. I think the year before that no games went overtime yeah. like the second round. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I, the yeah. first, the first weekend, the first like Thursday, Friday was like exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, of course, you yeah. have the sixteen over one. Never thought I'd see that. Yeah. Um, but it was all, all around a good tournament. Um, but. I wish the final. I wish the final would have been better. But looking at it, to where like, well, I'm glad it wasn't that good because we got to go to bed early. Yeah, right? that's I, just, I, you know I mean? can't like, disagree with that at all. That's true. That ridiculous. ridiculous. I don't so. understand a tip off at nine. I get a tip off at nine twenty because of the West Coast, but still, come on, man. I think they've got to change that up. Just they got to play. Eight. I think they got to play that championship on the Sunday, and make the final four on the Friday. Because then people will stay up a little later on the Friday compared yeah. to a Monday night when you got yeah. work. That's fair. And I got I got a question. Sure. Do you guys think that the Division One will ever go to four quarters? Are you, are you pulling off the women's kind of? Scenario? No, they did it. They did it in the in the uh, NIT. Yeah, as well. Yeah, okay. They did it in. I mean, I didn't watch the NIT. I yeah. mean, when it was on ESPN and yeah. I turned it on, it was on. So I mean, they all like the whole like the whole NIT and the whole like women's college tournament was all four quarters. I would say after we just talked about how great the tournament was, it's going to take something though to not to pivot off of it. The people after what Villanova hit that record of threes in the Final Four game, people are talking about moving back to three point lines. Maybe so that in the NIT too. Exactly. I can see that so way I, before that. I don't I think they'll ever do the four quarters. I, I don't think I never say never. Yeah, but it's going to have to take something. Disastrous to happen to where, like, literally, there's no upsets, upsets in the tournament, and they're which will all be just that, mostly yeah. blowouts, especially in the prime time. Yep. Once you get later on, it's all blowouts. Yes, that, that would be to me where 
you know, it's that something like that happens, and because it's going to take a push from coaches to do it. But right now, like yeah. I said, as we just said, it was one of the better tournaments we can remember, and. I, I, but I can see the three point line being the first step in that movement. Yeah, because I mean, they, I think they always try like the like three point line in the four quarters, like in the NIT, yeah. like push it back. And well, in the to, women's game, and they test, just changed as well. The women's yeah. games went to four quarters. Yeah, and the test for the men's to, to test all that kind of stuff in the just the tournaments and yeah. to see how how the turnout is and how what everybody says on well, social media. Well, it's interesting because everybody else is pretty much. I mean, NBA is four quarters now. Women's game is four quarters. High school I mean, basketball. High school basketball. Is basically, players. just college men's. So it could be something where it's you know it just depends on the old heads and the yeah. people. Well, and I also think it depends if the NCAA in the long run actually wants a lot of these yeah. upsets because yeah. like I feel like if they move the three point line back, that hurts some of these smaller schools. It does because then yeah. you bring back the post play and the yeah. more bigger athletic guys are going to have the advantage there yeah. because yeah. not as many teams will be able to shoot it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I think somebody brought up was like, why would you bring up? After the record breaking of the Villanova game, why now do you bring up moving the three line back? Yeah, and now it's like you should do it when people can't or you know, everybody's hitting it, and it's like okay, you know, kind of like they did before. Everybody was hitting the three, so they moved it back, and it kind of went a little bit away. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It'll be it'll be something to watch there. Uh, but no, it's. I mean, I I, mean, I I I think it will. Yeah, I just don't know when. You know, I, like you I, said, it's something drastic has to happen yeah. to where. Like, no upsets, yeah. no overtime games, no buzzer beaters. I think the more – there's two ones I got here. One, at, we'll do this one second. I'm going to ask you first. We were talking 16-1. What's your over under 10 years that another 16 beats a one? Take the over or the under. And then the, the first one, though, I want to say is what do you think you, – you're going off of those questions. Dang, I just had it. It was um, – oh, instead of one and done, doing the two – if you commit to college, you got to stay two years, but you can still go out of high school. Like, if you want to go straight out of high school, you go. But if you commit to college, you stay two years instead of the one and done kind of thing. That's what I'm seeing being tossed around now. I say 16-1, over. I don't think it happens okay. again for a while. Mainly because okay. all one C's are on notice now. What do you yeah. Once again. Would that be under that? You're saying over. I'm saying, I'm saying ten, it won't 10 years. Be, it will be over 10 years. saying over 10 years, years uh, you'll see okay. another 16 okay. be the one. Okay. The second one, I say under. Okay. I think that'll be. Ha- I don't think that'll happen within three years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, like, yeah, I think it'll. Yeah. I think that, and I think that. I think that'll be good for the game. Too. I, I think so I too. Agree. That is the move to make. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's, it's uh, to me. Like I said, everybody's re- always ripping on. Oh, let these college kids go because in the military you're allowed to go at 18 and do what you want to do. You're allowed to do a whole bunch of other things at 18. So hey, yeah, and in, in, in America, if you want to go and not go to college and go to choose your profession, you can do that too. So yeah. if you go, but I like the fact that if you go, give at least two years because we all know if you're a one and done, yeah, you, you stop going to class after Christmas break and you focus on the tournament, and then you're like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. So at least make it seem like somewhat of a college experience. And that's what most of it is: is making it seem like you're making it appear like it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll like, still get the kids that could have went out of high school that want to have that college experience. Exactly, and well, they'll go. The kids and it'll want be better because yeah. you'll have it for two years, and that'll make the tournament better because yep. you know more of the people in it. Yep, I like the two-year thing more yeah. than them to being able to go. That's good. Them, them being able to go out of high school is good for them. The two-year thing is good for everybody yeah. else. And if you look at the past couple champions in the tournament, they've all had significant guys that have that are. Juniors and seniors that have played big roles into it. Yeah. Now, yes, you're always going to Carolina wins. Always going to have a one and done type guy. That's the type of school. But even 
like their one and done last year was Tony Bradley. He, exactly. he, he wasn't, that much. If they didn't win the championship, he wasn't going to be a one and done. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if he would have stayed, it helped his draft stock, and they, he would and it would have helped him in the start. Yeah, they would be way better off. That's like Harry Giles at a Duke. He hasn't. Yeah, he but his was the same thing this year. Yeah, he, uh, he had to, he's got the knee, and he yeah. just had to get out. Before he was just trying to make some cash before. Yeah. But I, like I said, I, I'm with either way. Let it. But yeah, over under for me. What about you? Actually, pre. On I say over. I say we don't see another 16 win for a while. Yeah. I thought you were saying over under like one 16 win in the next 10 years. That's why. I no, yeah, I, no, a 16. I got, yeah, yeah beating a one. I go over as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm over as well on the I 16 th- people one. I think Adams keep pointing. He said all now's a one. They're on notice. They're on notice, and you're. Well, a coach. I thought Virginia was the most vulnerable based off if their game plan. It yeah, to the team shooting poorly because their yeah. defense is so good. When yeah. the team is making well contested shots, there's nothing they can do, and they're yeah. pretty helpless at that yeah. point. And they weren't used like they weren't down all season, so no, that's they right. didn't know what to do. They're not built to come back. down that much. Like their offense is, yeah. wind the clock, you know, slow it down, get the best shot available. Yeah. But when you're down ten plus. You don't really have an option when no, you're sure. starting to wind down. You kind of throw good basketball out the window, and you just need to hit shots, and they yeah. don't have those playmakers. And when you panic, it's at the best time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they were just shots, yeah. in they a bad spot. All right, uh, let's dive into it. Today, big news, Patriots make a move to acquire the Rams. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> now they have to trade away Brandon Cooks, so they have two first rounds, two second rounds. Do they make a play for Odell? Are they gonna, I think they're going to screw the Panthers and take DJ Moore at 23 right in front of the Panthers pick. I know, Tito, you're a Jets fan. We can jump on you first since you're higher up in the draft. What do you feel? How do you feel about the Jets trading up to, uh, what, four? Three. 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 My bad. Three. We're, we're sitting at three in a good spot. Not a whole lot better than where we were at six. Who do you double. want? Personally, who do yeah. you want? And who, and who do you think, think they're going to take? Um, I like Baker Mayfield personally. Yeah. I think we're going to take Josh Rosen. Okay. Um, that seems to be who the higher ups are leaning towards, and our analysts and everything. Which I wouldn't be mad at Josh Rosen. Yeah. Um, he seems to have a lot more conflict around him than he has ever really deserved. Yeah. Um, he just seems like he wants to be a football player, but he hasn't been allowed to be based off all the media and making him out to be something that he's not. So he's he's more of a question mark for me. I feel like I know what I'm getting in Baker Mayfield. I yeah. really like Baker Mayfield. I think he's a gamer. Um, he's been fiery in his performances. More athletic Drew Brees is how I put Baker Mayfield. I like that comparison. Yeah, I don't like – yeah, he's got a bad rap from the media and everything, but he's talked a lot of crap and he's played a lot of football. He hasn't done anything off the field, really. He had his one little incident. Well, Running from the, the cops thing. Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. by a cop. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is his one glaring thing. They don't talk about very much. They try to make him out to be a bad guy on the field in the way that his demeanor is, yeah. but – I mean, Kansas didn't shake his hand in the opener, and he stuck it to him. He yeah, threw he touchdowns. It up. He, yeah. Walks, yeah. Yeah. he talks. He talk. talks crap and throws touchdowns. I mean, yeah. that's all you really want from your quarterback. I want a gamer. I, yeah. I compare him to Phillip Rivers too, not in the profile, but more yeah. the attitude. Yeah, yeah, I play it. Yeah, that's a, that's a, yeah, attitude wise. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I I look at it, and we're going to be talking about this for the next month of how it's going to go. Sure. I mean, I think Darnold goes one. I think Dar- yeah, I think Darnold's out of the question. I think Chubb, Chubb, the uh, Chubb from NC State. Yes, yeah. two. There's a reason the Giants traded Pierre Paul away for peanuts. Uh, and Gettleman, we know him from Carolina days. He loves unless they're sitting there as we talked about before the podcast, and they're just holding out for some plethora of picks, like a bounty. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely two it's trades go yeah. down in the top eight um, picks. I and think. then I think you, wherever you guys – Jets, to me, don't trade up to three to not take a QB. Yeah, no. And then, we're, and then Saquon's in there at four for the Browns, and then, you know, 
Then it gets wild because now the Broncos, do they take another cue and have two first-round QBs on their roster with Case Keenum? I don't think that could be the move. I think they have to either hope Chubb or Saquon get to four for them. Yeah, I don't think he is. But I think then is Are you talking about Chubb from State or Chubb from State? Yeah, State. Georgia. Yeah, I've seen the top. State. In the first round, will Nick Chubb even go in the first round? He Maybe. could. He could. I hope bottom not. of the first. I, don't, I, I hope he goes bottom of the second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have hit on that one a little bit. <laughs> for, yeah, for first round talk, Chubb for me is all NC State. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's Bradley Chubb and Nick Chubb. Bradley Chubb's NC State yeah. defensive so. Yeah. Now, what could happen, though, is if the Giants did take a quarterback, I'm leaning they won't either. That's when the Broncos get put in a best player available situation, which will either be Saquon or yeah. Chubb. But uh, the only thing that makes me think Giants could take a quarterback is that I know their the upper management, like not Gettleman, but the owners. Yeah. Liked a lot how Aaron Rodgers was groomed in Green Bay. Yeah. And they have a similar situation and said they won't have to deal with Eli wavering back yeah. and forth. They'll know when he's done. But they don't. They, he's already done. Yeah. That's well, the issue. But they're, they they, they're starting this year, yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But they won't mind picking a. I feel like they won't mind picking a quarterback and letting them sit. Like yeah. the owners. I, I don't think Gettleman will. But I feel like they're looking at it to me of how Peyton ended it. To me, if you look back at it, the Colts should have kept Peyton Manning, traded that number one pick for a bounty of – can you imagine trading – Oh, they could have got – They could have What did Peyton Manning do when he had a defense? They went – they didn't do anything. They won the Super Bowl that year. Still breaks our heart, you know. But if the Colts had a chance to rebuild and they could have built around Peyton Manning and they didn't and now they've completely squandered Andrew Luck's career and they're back still in the top. So no matter about I that think either. the Giants are looking at it going, okay, we don't want to see that happen with how Indianapolis – Chains with Peyton. Let's keep Eli. Let's foe look like we're building around him, but we still take the defensive end who some are saying is better than Miles Garrett last year, who went number one overall. I'd agree with that. I'll, and you know what? I'll maybe, love maybe we, yeah. <laughs> and maybe we get a cue in the second or third. I mean, they did just take old buddy who played a couple games with BJ Webb or who was that? Oh, yeah, that's who. Somebody they have as their backup, so. Not Joe Webb. Not Joe Webb. No, he's in Buffalo. <laughs> See, that's where I feel like he, that's the same logic you're having, but it's almost like not more with towards. The first yeah, pick. exactly. Especially that high up. Yeah. I think, because I mean, I think Bradley Chubb's a home run prospect. Yeah. Like, you can't, yeah. like, if to the me, Panthers could get anyone in the you draft. You know what this draft reminds me of is. The 2002 draft or one draft when Peppers, when it was he- Joey Harrington, Derek Carr, or David Carr, Peppers, and Peppers, and then Harrington. Harrington, and that's how kind of like obviously I'm not saying Chubb will be Peppers, but it's like that same thing with all these QBs and JP Losman, who's kind of a Lamar Jackson who went real low to the Bills that draft. Like it's just one of those things where it's like, oh okay, I just I, I think that they go defensive end at two and say, okay, we're gonna foe look like. We're building around Eli. Because to me, if they really wanted to start it over, you trade Eli to the Giant, I mean to the to the Jags or to the Browns Bronco, or, or the, the Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. Some team that's like, okay, and you go, now we're gonna start over reset because you know Basically the, they're gonna tank. Yeah. Because yeah. to me the thing would be the luxury that the Packers had was that Aaron Rodgers fell to twenty four. Yeah. So like you can justify Taking a quarterback at twenty four because yeah. he wasn't supposed yeah. to be there. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and I mean, how much? It, like, even though I know the Panthers are picking at twenty four, but you're not getting a top ten talent Which actually, at twenty four. This brings up a good point with Adams sitting here. Back during that draft, do you remember the bet we made? <laughs> yeah, we go. It was a week, a couple days before the draft, and Adam goes, 
Jacob, I know if, if Aaron Rodgers slips to, I think we had pick 12 or 14. Oh, yeah, no, because we picked Thomas Davis, right? Yes, we had 12. Uh, I'm not sure. With Jeeves, hit the Google. You're the Google man. <laughs> he goes, Adam goes, we're going to take Aaron Rodgers. And I said, Adam, no, we won't because John Fox hates first-round quarterbacks. And we didn't take him, and he slid to 24. Now, yeah, it'd be great if we had him then, and I mean now, and all that kind of stuff. Hindsight but is 20. Hindsight is 20 20. Yeah, but we'll we made a bet. I think it was for a dollar or whatever it was. We definitely won that bet. That did. <laughs> um, but see what draft Jeeves, Aaron Rodgers came out. But that's how I kind of think it's going to go at the top. You're going to hear us talk about it a lot. But let's dive into now. You know, the Rams getting cooks, I think to me that shows that they're out of the Odell sweepstakes now. Yes. I would yeah, I would think that puts the Patriots more in their place. More there. in the more in the Odell sweepstakes. But this is what I've been telling people for weeks now. The Rams are doing what the new NFL is. You draft your quarterback and for five years you stack as much talent as you can around him because you're paying Three million or four million for a starting NFL quarterback, which is a steal. Sam Bradford just got twenty million a year for a as a scrub backup. At, or might play for might games. play for the Cardinals. Might yeah, play might for games. Four games. He's playing. Yeah, he's playing for the Cardinals. And you can get a first round talent for the. I mean, the Eagles just did it. The Seahawks did it with Russell yeah. Wilson. The reason the Patriots are that's why we messed up. We had a chance to do it with and Cam, and we never stacked them around enough talent. Instead, get them. We got rid of some people. Exactly. And what the Patriots do it because. Brady's paying for peanut, playing for peanuts yeah, anyway. Relative to his relative to his performance, exactly. So the Rams to me are going all in, and then what you do is you go okay, and after those five years, then we blow it up, and we have to. Then that's when the real GM comes in. But I mean, I, you, if I mean, you're Rams they're going for broke too. Like, like, no, go ahead. No, I'm just saying they're going for broke. Yeah, as you gotta a love fan, it. you gotta yeah, love it. yeah, I would love for my team. Like, I love for the Panthers right now to just go for broke, yeah, go yeah, for yeah. Odell. Why not? My next question was going to be, has any team done more in free agency so far than the Rams? Because they have just seemed to dominate in all aspects. I mean, what, Marcus Peters, Aqib Tlaib, Brandon Cooks, They've done the most. The Bears have done a good chuck on offense. The Bears have done well. They're more of a rebuilding phase than the Rams are. The Rams won nine games quite a bit as well. The Rams Rams won 12 games. Did they win 12? They won their division. They had the home field. Okay. That's why. That's mainly why I would give the Rams the edge over the yeah. Bears. I would say the Bears have done really exactly. well. Exactly. Now I'll say the only thing that worries me about the Rams is just all the personalities. We know Wade Phillips can control it, but if you're Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, and you're still sitting there going, "Wait a second, I've given you guys five, six years of my career, you're still not paying me." Yeah, the he money wants to deserve, paid. and you just gave Sue fourteen mil for one year. I'm happy for the team, but. I gotta make a living too. Now, yes, he's not getting pennies of a yeah. dollar, but still, he need, he's he's been wanting to be. He he and he deserves to be. Yeah, he's arguably, arguably the best offensive player in the league. That is a good point. And, and so I could see that being a little, especially if they go through a rough patch. Now, again, if they were here in February next year, they win Super Bowl. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah, if they same, start off six and zero, they're gonna be exactly. rolling and now, feeling good. And the same thing with the Peters and Talib situation. Both those guys have been very volatile. It pops up on an NFL Network in the background, but if they can control them. And hold on to it, then they're two of the best corners in the league. So I, it, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, and it kind of reminds me of, I will say in a negative light, of when the Eagles yeah. signed all them people and yeah. they thought they had a the super, super team. team, super team yeah. And I mean, personally, as a Panthers fan, I'm hoping it blows up in their Yeah, place. of course, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like Wade Phillips is a big key right there. He's yep. old, He's vet, awesome, savvy. Man. And I think also they have the type of coach – 
the young guy, uh, McVeigh, I think he's actually, like, him being young, I think he's more relatable to all them personalities. Yeah. And I think, he was I think it'll work, but I still don't, like, NFL, you never know. Never know. Like, you never, never know. know. It, especially in the playoff, like, the Rams dominated this season. Yeah. And they lost to the Falcons. They didn't score anything. I still am not a full believer in golf. He played better, but I'm not ready to write him down as the next. I blame I agree. whoever muffed those two punts in a row for the Rams because they played quite well in that yeah, playoff game. That is They true. muffed two punts in crucial times yeah, and just yeah. couldn't recover from it. I mean, you have basically a rookie quarterback, not like playoff rookie quarterback. Yeah. I you mean, can't he ask him play to... too much his first year anyway. Yeah. He had, what, Keenum right yeah. That just shows you how terrible the coach Jeff Fisher is. Oh, God. He has solidified himself. Yeah, he's had the three coaches. What? For... He had the three quarterbacks? Uh... Keenum, Goff, and Foles. And yeah. they all went to the playoffs, and then Foles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Two of them. But yeah. what kills me is what's, what, it, what always gets coaches to, yes, they're great coaches, but players make coaches. How did Jeff Fisher get that job? Eddie George and Steve McNair. Mm-hmm. That's what got him to the Super Bowl. He's a great guy. And then Harry, yeah, great not guy, a good coach. But not a good coach. And then that got him the Rams job. And you see how he squandered all the talent. And all, like I saw a thing where like Benny Cunningham, who was just on a free agent visit for the Bears, was actually when Jeff Fisher was there was in on third downs passing situations over Todd Gurley, and it's like which is crazy. Like like it was one of those things where it's like what were they doing? Like I mean, was, I remember that. You know what I mean? That was Todd Gurley. He broke second out his year. rookie year. Yeah, and then the second, the second year, year he, he had so much done. regression. Yeah. He wasn't like a. I mean, he was still decent, but like but he was, that's why he was fantasy taking second in fantasy drafts, yeah. yeah. and he performed like a RB twelve. Yeah. yeah, which generally isn't bad, but not when you take yeah, not when you were like. Going to be the now, best running back. Which get, I took him last year, and he was. Let's get to yeah, the big question. <laughs> Adam, we talked about it. I would be fine if the Panthers gave up two first-round picks to get Odell. I don't think Gettleman would ever pull the trigger. I don't think the Panthers would ever do it just because it's the Panthers. But and to go all in, like you said, let's get Cam these last couple years. He's 28. we got to got to make it magic happen. Mm-hmm. I don't see him do it. The only negative to it is you've got to give him a huge contract when he gets here. So and they're not they don't really have the cap space to yeah, do that. And, and I so I don't think it'll happen, but it'd be cool if they did. It's tough to allocate twenty plus million to just a receiver, receiver especially, yeah. but I mean I'm down for it. Yeah. I'd like nuts. it. I think it'd be exciting for the fans and yeah. I think it I think it'd be a good football move. Oh, like, no doubt. It would instantly like we would I mean, he'd be better. He'd be the best receiver can't play yeah. right now. Yes, he, he had Steve Smith, but Steve Smith on the Steve Smith, older slot. Steve Smith, exactly old Steve Smith. And like, I think the potential for that offense would be out of this world, especially if we would, if because I, I feel like we're gonna draft a running back. I don't know when, but I feel like we're gonna draft another running as back. As high as round come. two, as low as round five. Yeah, as long as God, if we spent that first round pick on a running back, I would be upset. It's all gonna depend on who's there. For me, for me. Coming off what you just said with the personalities, I don't know about OBJ and Cam Newton in the same offense. Three overthrows in the same game. Does OBJ just go well, irate and kick some goalposts on the sidelines? I feel like Cam's a strong enough personality to where instead of it like being a clash, I feel like they Odell wouldn't act out. Could like, I feel like Odell wouldn't act out, first off, because he just got traded from the Mecca of New York. He needs some semblance of a reality check or humbleness because yeah. he is I feel, he's too much for me. I think he could. He'd have those moments because that's who he is. But I feel like... But Steve with, Smith had those moments. Yeah, and I feel like being, I, with, that's fair. being with Cam, 
it'd be two guys who are finally let's go win it all because Odell. I they think have they all the talent in the world. They, if that's if that is your offense, they made the so playoffs what two years ago and then lost in the first round or something. Yep. So the Giants, Odell, yeah, the Giants. Yeah. So the, well, but Odell dropped two of those passes. Exactly. Yeah. So the Giants should have won that game. He dropped two touchdowns. So it's one of those things where maybe you're getting at the point now. Like I feel like Can is at that point now where it's like whatever they got to do, whoever they got to get. Let's win. Because yeah, Cam's 28, but he feels like he's almost like 32 exactly, at this point. Exactly for how yeah. much he's played. So, that's how it's at. Jeeves, what's the look up? Aaron Rodgers. 05? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers and Thomas Davis both got drafted. Okay, so it wasn't Tom. Good call there. That was I was at Ben Sidak's house, and I thought it was going to be Derek Johnson. So did I. And we came, but that was back when the draft was just Saturday, Sunday, and it was 15 minutes yeah, of pick. God. And literally the first five picks would take – Four hours. Yes. And the Panthers picked at 14, I think it was. And so we went out on the lake. And then by the time we came back in, and they were picking, and they took Thomas Davis, and I was like, what? And that was a direct pick to chase down Michael Vick and be a spot. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was a great – because I remember I was at an AU basketball tournament yeah. in some random city. And I was at a TGI Fridays, and I saw us pick Thomas Davis. And honestly, I, I didn't know that. I, didn't I know mean, we were younger yeah. Yeah. then, too. I know we were Georgia Glenn. Glenn loved no, Glenn, him. Yeah, he's Glenn a Georgia was, fan. Woohoo. Thank God he didn't end up like David Pollock. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no. That's I, just a jab at Glenn. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when he got that jersey, too. He had to wear it for like half a year. because He got a David Pollock jersey? Oh, yeah, that broke yeah. neck, man. And oh, those first round picks. Pollock was good, though. He I mean, was really good. Pollock, yeah, Pollock was good out of college. That was, a, that was just unfortunate. He just yeah. broke his neck. Because he, he had a bunch of tackles, too. Yeah, but now he's killing the SEC network and ESPN. I mean, Okay. He's looking fit too. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah number ninety nine. Yeah. Watch out! Hold him over there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what? What's, what else we got going on then? With the anything else left for for draft for agency wise? I mean, well, obviously the Jets wouldn't trade two first for Odell. You guys are in the middle of a. We got. No, I like where we are. We yeah. have. We're decent everywhere. We yeah. need a quarterback. We, okay. we have Teddy Bridgewater. How about, how about this? Teddy Bridgewater. What did you think really last year? I didn't think the Jets would win any games. I had very And then they won what? Six games? We Seven won, games? We were six and ten. Okay. We were projected to win like half a game. We, we yeah, were, I know. I know. Y'all were, I we was weren't like, favored by Vegas in a single game to start the season, including the Browns game. When yeah, it came around, thought, y'all were going to go 0-16 in the Yeah, Browns when game. it came around to it, we were favored against the Browns when we actually played yeah. them. But going into the season, we weren't favored to win a single game. So you, I think that's a credit to Todd Bowles. Josh yeah. McCown, when he broke his thumb, he cried in his interview because yeah. he was just so enamored by the roster and who yeah. like was around him and how much they meant to him. And yeah. that's cool. Glad he's back. They call him Uncle Josh. Yeah. I mean, he just... You just got to get out of quarterback purgatory. He's a perfect... I think he's a perfect uh, I love mentor him. to a young quarterback. Well, and well, you have Teddy Bridgewater there that no one's really yeah, talking about. I mean, yeah. he's that's two weird. years it's, removed that's from... That's weird to me. Yeah. I mean, well, that knee... Y'all knee injury, to man. obviously get a quarterback. Yeah. Well, so I mean, we, like, and, but it, that was a... They did that before... They signed him before. I think that's a fail-safe. Like, okay, in case we don't get the QB we want, we got to I think we uh, want Teddy Bridgewater to play this year. Yeah, and I think we want Josh McCown to mentor both quarterbacks. You can't draft a QB at we at three, four, yeah, three, three, three. Can't trade take a QB at three and not play, man. Unless they just trade up to get Barkley. Oh, what do you think about that? Uh, I could see us taking a QB. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be I, tough to take it one at three and not yeah, play him. You can't. Not in this because you can't waste his years on the cheap contract. 
Okay. And yeah, there's okay. a thing. Like, uh, at least I could see McCown starting the season, I guess. But yeah, that he's really, gonna, I don't see. He's got to cut. I don't see Bridgewater playing at three. No, I, I, think, see Bridge, I think Bridgewater's a, a training camp cut. It all depends on his cut. Well, I mean, his knee injury two yeah. years ago ended a Vikings practice. They stopped. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Like, oh, that's that was, how bad it yeah. was. Like, I, his knee, his foot must have touched his thigh. I, I was actually hoping Bridgewater would come to the Panthers and back up camp because we need a quarterback that's and similar to the his. North Turner connection. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah. okay. But he wanted a shot to start, so we'll see. But I just, to me, in this, I want to see Teddy play this year. I want to see Josh. Oh, you'll see him in the preseason, <laughs> but you don't want to see. Me, you're going to want to see that number three overall. Yeah, that's fair. That's I mean, and that's what I say. If if you if your team's taking in the top fifteen, I want that guy to be a starter. I mean, I wouldn't Chief, mind. Baker sitting on the bench for a season? A season? No. We're yeah, talking, what's, the, talk what's, about, the point, what's the man? point of Bridgewater playing? Yeah. All this talk about Aaron Rodgers and everything you see yeah, but see, a quarterback but does give me a year. That's Bridgewater's like a young – if y'all weren't going to pick a quarterback, yeah. then I'd be like, okay, six. Bridgewater. Yeah. Like, I'd be okay. like Bridgewater okay. all the way. Yeah. But it's like y'all are going to take a quarterback, and that's but who see, your future is. And Bridgewater to me is just like – a bridge, I guess. Yeah, he's not a even a bridge, though, because it's like, to me, I'm looking at Bridgewater kind of again as like a rookie, of, like, but because you don't know what he's going to be. He, to he's me, still when you saw what he's he's an RG three situation. If he can throw well without being able to run like he used to, he'll be fine. But RG three just had a mental block where he couldn't outrun everybody, so yeah. he couldn't throw anymore either. Right? I think Bridgewater to me is either either he shows out and they trade him, and after training camp for a fourth round pick to a team that needs a quarterback. Or he does all right. They're like, okay, we're going to stick with Josh McCown and whoever our three overall pick is, roll with two. And Hackett, whoever, I mean, you still got Hackett. You know, I don't think they'll be on that. I don't think so either, but it's just I hope they're not. They're gonna, there's a lot of well, scenarios but there. They got, the same logic. The Jets got Hackenberg? We had Hackenberg the past year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God awful. Yeah. But the same yeah. logic here is why I want to take Baker Mayfield. Because if we're going to play one of those four or yeah. one of the three quarterbacks on the board that's not Sam Darnold, I don't want Josh Allen being rolled out there. So if. If we are going to sit a quarterback, I'd rather sit Josh Allen for a year because he yeah. seems like he's yeah, more he would be the one I would sit. He's, but again, it's just hard to tell a fan base. Here's a guy we took third overall to sit but and not play. Josh and I, Allen is a pretty notoriously labeled project. He's yeah, a top talent, yeah. but he's still a project. I think but he would I mean, be the most okay with sitting for a year. If you, I mean, you can look at the Panthers. Cam Newton could have been considered somewhat of a project. Yeah, when he came out, like. People didn't know if he was actually going to start, and then when he did, and I think that was the best thing for him. Like, he tore it up. Well, there's, I think there's a stat out there. Besides Aaron Rodgers, quarterbacks drafted in the first round, usually, you know, they they don't sit for you. Now, I know Mahomes just did that. He played the last game of the season, but then they immediately – He was that's, mid- that's a little mid- different situation. Yeah, he was a top Reed 10 is, pick, was he? He's got a – Yeah, 15. Um, I think he was lower than that because he they traded, they with, traded the with the Bills. Yeah, and the Bills were I think he was the tenth then. Yeah, I think he was the tenth. Yeah, Google man, Google man. Um, but again, I'm a guy that believes if it's a top ten pick, you got to start. And that's why I was so surprised with how Houston started started Tom Savage. That was, they they that was ridiculous. Like, what do you that mean? Was ridiculous. They played him for about half, though, right? No, no it was two he, or three games. Was it yeah. two or three games? Yes, he played like three games, and they finally put the shot, and he blew up and, and threw five TDs and two picks, and it was like, oh, and it was like, what did you build? Like, like, that's dumb. why I don't like Bill O'Brien. because it's like Savage barely made it out of his first game this year. No, he. No. I think he might have. No, he, he played a couple. He games barely games. made it out of a couple games Dang, later yeah. in the season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. But it, it was just one of those like I, I'm a big believer in 
especially QBs, take them to play. Yeah. If you're not playing them, then what's the point? Yeah. It's like, then take Saquon Barkley and hand the ball off 35 times a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if that's going to be the point. That's why I think the Browns are in a great situation where they can get lucky and get Saquon at four. We've never seen this before. If they they have Saquon on four, they have to. Yeah. And then they're good. They can, well, they're going to have Tyrod play this whole year. Yes. You only see, but again, but they're in a spot now with Tyrod where Tyrod's going to play. The first six games, eight games, and then it's going to be okay. We're three and five. Throw out Darnold, and that's fine. And the Bills did that with Tyrod. At least you know what Tyrod does. Tyrod does not go zero and sixteen. Yeah, no. If Darnold, they will have his best year in the past. Tyrod can win you game because they know Hugh Jackson can't win one game or two games. He needs to win at least five games. Give me six to at least keep his job around. You can't go. One and thirty-one, or whatever it is, or and then after this season, you know, three and whatever to just say, yeah, I should still be a head coach. Yeah, in the yeah NFL. No, like that. Yeah. Tyrod's going to win you at least five or six games. I, yeah, that's that's another similar situation mm-hmm. to the Jets. I will say though that Tom Savage didn't finish his first game. He didn't finish he first did. one, but he started the second game though. He did not come back until week eight. Uh, yeah, Damn. I could have swore he's – either way, he shouldn't have started the first no, game No, he should have never – they should have just went with Watson, with Deshaun, especially yeah. with Watson, too. I so, feel Watson, like Watson came in the first week, and they lost. Tore it up. They, 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 they lost, and then but he they started the second awesome game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In those, like, yeah. middle week – in the first early weeks there. Yeah. And then because they, they went toe-to-toe they with Seattle. Seattle. And, and then they lost that one, too, but that was an awesome game. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes went 10. 10, yeah. But I said they had Alex Smith, and they knew Alex Smith was one and done. I'm getting rid of him. I got a Jets question. What's up with your boy uh, Anderson, man? Uh, he will not be charged with a felony. Eight out of nine got dropped. I that's saw the that. latest wow. I've seen on that. Whoa, lucky guy. The language, somebody. Yeah, he has a darn good lawyer. Yeah. My God, did he say some awful stuff to that police <laughs> yeah, officer. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> he's got some talent. I mean, yeah. he, he, he did well versus us. He was a pro ball alternate last year. I mean, if, if he's there with... A Jermaine Curse and Quincy Anunma coming back from an injury. He didn't play at all last calm year. Down, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Don't get too light. No, y'all. We've been there. We have a very average receiving core. <laughs> That's all as far as I will hey, go. We know how that is. Yes, we do. Yeah, I mean, I have no high hopes for our receiving core. All right, let's get to it. Podcasters, we're running out of time. We can do this for three hours, but... <laughs> Did you already pick your triple one we saw? Did you know? Oh, I okay. Not so, if you, again, if you're still hanging with us, I appreciate it. We've got a triple whammy sauce, Escape 109 notebook. It's got questions from all over the place, from different people, G-rated to X-rated. Tito's going to pick one. He's going to ask it. We're going to answer it. While he's doing that, we're doing a little housekeeping. Uh, we already did our bracket challenge update on that. Let's do a quick Queen City Wings special this weekend. You want to give me a shout-out to the King Fries, which are shrimp, chicken, and bacon, which are Chipotle Ranch all over crispy fries. Go get those this weekend, serving them up hot and ready. Uh, also, with the triple whammy sauce, you can use the code the Beards Watch all lowercase, twenty five percent off your order. Escape one nine, go check them out as well. Get your escape room on. Adam, go take your girl. Let's get a little time. We'll do. We'll do it a is. quick little. Uh, tell them, tell them the Beards Watch sent you. <laughs> little little uh, Survivor, our, our Beards Watch Survivor fantasy game. It got Adam back on board. <sighs> how you how you feeling over there, Adam? Well, at this point, uh, I don't think I can win, but the one. So I lost James. Yeah. And uh, I'm not mad about it. I didn't even like him. Yeah, that's fair. I kind of made a – this was a trial run for me. Yeah, this was your next, first season doing Next it. season I'm going to do a little more investigating. Okay. But James was soft. He kind of deserved it. Yeah. But 
I want. It's intense, man. Yeah. Travel. Yeah. Travel council is intense. I tell you what, though, what I cannot the... stand Jeff, the host. Really? He keeps what? talking and talking. <laughs> he talks everything into fruition. And I know he has to. And yeah. I know he's been doing it so long, so he knows what buttons he's pushing. Yeah. Before, but he's pushing my buttons. That's the same host. <laughs> he's pushing my right. buttons. Yeah. Before, before this season, when was the last season you watched? You don't know. I can't even remember. Yeah. Maybe yeah. when Rupert so, was on there. Wow. Yeah, I watched the first like four or five. Wow. I, stars wow. I was young. All right, so Tina, this is what it is. It's pretty bad out there. Like I said, we try to make everything into a fantasy type game. We came up with this a couple years ago. Basically, and we've added different rules each time. The gist of it is you pick six castaways and... You get points when they get voted out. So if they're voted out first, one point. Voted out fifth, five points. Okay. The key, obviously, is you want the last six because you would get the most points. twenty points, nineteen points, all that kind of stuff. We also have bonuses. If they play a hidden immunity idol, you get a bonus point there. If they play a secret advantage, you get a bonus point there. This one we just added this year. If they win, when it gets to the immunity, the individual immunity time, if you have that player on your team, you get a bonus point if they win the individual immunity. Okay. So we went from the first out. uh, When we have a first out guest, that two people got like stuff like that. So the first year we did it was like four people, six people. We had like eight last year. We jumped up to like almost twenty people to join and get it going. Quick rundown of the points, and then we'll get to the triple enemy sauce question. Buck, the rating champ, he's all but done. He's got only two castaways left with fifteen points total. Even if he has the last two winning, I don't see him. Candace has got 10, Zach Bell 10, Jerry Anna 8, Jeeves you got 13, Harley 16, Lindsay 4, Hillary 3, Greg 11, Alex 10. I still have one point. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good there. I know that means now Wednesday somebody's going to get voted out. Uh, so <laughs> right now the least amount of points. Least amount of points. Least amount of points. You right want now. your people to start. Okay. If they're going to go out, you want double-digit points. Yeah, yeah. My parents had seven points. Jacob Berea, I don't know how he's doing it. He's got some kind of voodoo curse. He has zero points, all his castaways left. So he's the front runner to win. Uh, Josh Hurley's <laughs> got 16. Amy Hurley's 11. Uh, Curtis Strock, 12. Amy Kikaley, 11. Brittany is 5. Duval 14. Lerger at 13. Alan Cavana, 10. Bronson Hill, 10. And Jeff Hux with 12. So, yeah. That's it on that. Speaking of low scores, any favorites for the Masters coming up in three days, two days? You got to root Tiger, right? Tiger, yeah. Tiger, baby. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm all in on Tiger. I think Tiger's like the favorite. Like, going into last Vegas weekend, favorite. he was like the yeah. favorite uh, for the Masters. But he, he is the Vegas favorite, but I don't know. I mean, watching him the other week, he had a few crucial putts, and then he fell apart in like the last three holes. Yeah. But that yeah. looked like frustration Golf more than anything because he knew he was so close. Yeah. I feel like he's got something going on this week. Golf needs Tiger just like. Everyone needs a new Beers Watch tank top that have come out now. Damn, I, I like the transition. That's a season bet right yeah, there. We, yeah. we, we have released two separate logos. The story behind that is Jeff got Jeff Hux got really drunk at St. Patrick's Day, and we were at Ass Clown, and he ripped me a new one for how the logo we have now is too busy, and he wants something more simple. So I had a simpler logo, and I said, okay, Jeff, now there's no excuses for you not to buy a shirt. Here's the other shirt, so he has to buy one. So we've got the full logo. <laughs> That has all of it, which I still love both logos. Yeah, yeah. And we've got, like I said, we took away the hoodies and long sleeve shirts. We've got tanks, men's and women's, because some of the women who bought tanks last time didn't like how they fit. So we got the women's fit cut, uh, plenty of t-shirts, 
uh, stickers, uh, mugs for both logos at all different colors. Now, did you, you did different colors this time? Oh, yeah. We, I mean, as much as they can. I think there's white shirts, blue light shirts, blue, light blue, uh, a red tank, tank pink tank tops, and yellow tank tops for the ladies. Like spring, summer colors. Yeah. And you can see the different uh, links to get to the spring and summer and the simple logo. So go get you something. And then, of course, if you order it, post it, and we'll blast it all out and everything else. But... All right, Tito, what you got for us? Do I ask a question from Alex or Caitlin? Woo! Alex or Caitlin. I don't know either of these people. I'm asking you guys. If I know it's Alex, it's going to be risque. It, it, yeah, Caitlin. that is the difference. Go, Caitlin. Okay, Caitlin. Who is Caitlin? Caitlin, Caitlin Bourne. Oh, yeah, Caitlin Bourne. That's, that's the only yeah, Caitlin that we've had on. Jason, you were right there. Jason's sister. It yes, is definitely sure. risque versus normal. Okay. All right, Caitlin's question is, what is your favorite experience at a concert? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That is my favorite experience. I think mine would have to be, ooh. I'll go, I want to say my first, I was a big Eric Church, and a big Eric Church fan. Okay. My first Eric Church concert, I want to say. Western Carolina? App State. Uh, He's an App State guy. I was Uh, there at Western Carolina. Say what? I was there when he was at Western Carolina. I think the first one I went to, he was in uh, Greensboro. Okay. And I went with my now wife. Who was then my girlfriend? So that was a good time, and it was a good route. It was one of those. It was like in February, and we snuck in like all these beers. Yep. Greensboro Coliseum, that, you could sneak yes. in about anywhere, <laughs> and we yes, snuck in like in our boots, Jerryanna and like her, you know, yoga pants type. You know, one of the pants, and I remember just all in my jacket. And we were sitting there and you know drinking those. Another one I had was actually, I went to another Eric Church concert. Jeeves was there. Jerry and I couldn't go, my buddy Cheeks. It was in Charlotte. And we snuck in a whole bunch of beers, right? And we're sitting kind of like where the, like, down a little low, and we're drinking Bush Light cans. And I remember a guy came up and did the old tap on the show. like, hey, what are you guys doing? Hey, man, we're just having fun drinking beers. He's like, you better get rid of those now. I'm kicking you out. I was like, oh, we bought these up at the stand. He's like, <laughs> yeah. so I know those aren't bought. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. um, and then I'm going to try them. Exactly. No, yeah. I remember going up there to buy a beer, and I ended up, as you know, allegedly, as the person turned around, I swiped some of those middle Sutter Home wine bottles because <laughs> they yep. turned around. Oh, I could have gotten kicked out of that thing multiple times. Yeah. At one point, I took a nap between the opener and the guy knocked on my shoulder. Knocked on my shoulder again. So, sir, I paid you to see that. If I want to sleep here, I can sleep here. He didn't appreciate that. So, those air trucks. I agree. I've done that at a multiple Hornets games. So, those air church concerts to me have been my good times. All right. I like it. Yeah. Um, I would. I'm going to go with my easy answer of I crowd surfed at an OA, OAR concert when I was like 17 at Speed Street. Oh, that was pretty epic. Okay. Wow. Uh, free concert. Speed Street day. Yeah, Speed Street, Speed baby. Street represents Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, no, right? Coca Cola 600 uh, coming to town. Um, but yeah, crowd surfed at an OAR concert when I was like 16. I had a couple beers. I was uh, a little rebellious at the time. So that was a good time for me. And I, yeah. So, so mine, uh, I think it's obviously the artist. It was Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. And uh, I'd have to say it was at Greensboro Coliseum, like Jacob said. Oh, shit. Uh, the funny thing about this is uh, we had got – it was a freshman year of college. And me, Ben, uh, John, and James all got tickets. But me and James each had, like, good tickets, but we were separate. From Ben and John? From everyone, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, basically uh, – 
Oh, and Marcus. Marcus was there, of course. Yeah. Ben didn't end up going because he had to do some obligation, which, well, no. But, uh, so I was sitting by myself three rows back. James was sitting three rows back to the right of the stage. But I swear to God, it was the best concert, like, I ever went to. Lil Wayne sung every, it was, like, right before Lil Wayne blew up with the Carter Three, And, uh... It was just awesome. Like yeah. he sang every song I wanted him to sing. Like it was exact. It was exactly the experience you would want out of a concert from That's your favorite artist. That yes. is what you want. Who was yeah. you with? You uh, oh yeah, I remember. It was I figured, uh, <laughs> Boys in the Hood with Gorilla Zoe. Wow. Okay. It was uh, Lil Boozy was next. Boozy. And what's funny about that is the majority of the crowd was women. Like, huh. so a lot of people did not know Boozy at Yeah. And then Eve came on. And uh, I'm not the biggest, like, you know, woman rapper fan. Yeah. But that, she she kicked ass in her yeah. performance. She okay. was good. Okay. And then Soldier Boy was there, too. That's a show. That was a show. It was quite a show. And Lil Wayne came down from the ceiling in a jail cell. There you oh, go. Wow. He, was, he was an hour late after everyone else, but it was. You got four opening acts. Well worth it. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm. I've been to a lot of the concerts with Jacob. Uh, to the Eric Church concerts that he spoke of. Um, we've been to PNC a lot. Um, Which I hate that place. Yeah. I hate PNC here in Charlotte, man. You do? Oh, yeah. 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 So, well, I, I, this is a. Go ahead, and put aside it, yeah. So, me and, uh, I took Catherine to Kings of Leon for her birthday. Yeah. Catherine and, uh, is Adam's girlfriend, if anybody's out there. Yeah, shout know. out, shout out to her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so we, we just got lawn tickets, right? We walk in there and they're like free upgrades. We oh, nice. paid $10 a piece to get upgraded, like, three rows back. Damn. Wow. And it's like some yeah. app. And that was the first time I've been there. Well, it's got to be Kings of Leon. That's why, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first non-rap concert. Well, see, uh, uh, past couple years, we've gone to see Darius Rucker. Because I love, because he plays his full oh, yeah. set of country, and then he plays all his hootie stuff. Oh, nice. And that's the only time I, he comes is at PNC. I just, you part. Now they only let you oh, tailgate for two and a half hours. Yeah. And then when you get out, unless you leave, Tens an hour before the concert ends, you're gonna get stuck in traffic. So then you sit, which is fine. But if you just want to tailgate when you get back, but somebody's gotta stay sober, stay so drive yeah. home. So somebody's gonna be grouchy because they don't want to sit That's there and not drink. Drive. Yeah, they don't want to yeah. drink. You know, they can't drink while everybody else is like, oh, we're just tailgating because it's eleven o'clock at night and we're waiting for traffic. So yeah, I'd, I'd rather pay. I another, definitely see that portion of it. Yeah, I'd rather That's, pay an extra ten dollars. Put parking attendants out there. Oh Dude, yeah, I'll charge pay an extra ten for parking. And then you have to. You're basically fighting people to yeah. get out of that place. Yeah. Like people aren't letting you out, and then you got to cut people off. Oh yeah, and that, that is people chaotic. Drunk it's real chaotic. Yeah, but I would say the yeah for your actual answer. Yeah, for my, for my actual <laughs> answer. Sorry. No, no you're good. For my actual answer is going to be. Uh, it was Eric Church, Valentine's Day, uh, I think it was 2014 on Valentine's Day. He had just released the, uh, Chief album, and he played in either, I think it was either Wilmington or Winston-Salem, and then... Like on that the, the day, and then he flew to Charlotte and played at Coyote Joe's, 
It was, oh, it was like, it was like, it was a free concert. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, it was like a release. It was more of a release party. A but yeah, but he played, he played like two songs from that album, and then he played like three, three or four songs from like that everybody knew. So it, it was more like of a, like a. In, Intimate. intimate. Yeah, it's a it, it was it was, it was an intimate best. concert, cool. and it was like some. I think I think some of those are like the best ones. Where yeah. like you go to like the release album that they're playing like songs that aren't out on the radio yet. That you're the first ones to hear it then, and if you're fans of them, you appreciate it a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, it's almost. So, some people might be like, oh, well, they didn't play the songs I knew, so I exactly. Didn't like it. So I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go. It's a release party. I'm not gonna go. But if you're fans, yeah, that's you're gonna awesome. go. So you hear the songs before the radio. It's like their old timey shows and they were playing in bars before they made it. Yeah. Exactly. Playing some songs so for you. I, I would I would have to say that one. Was... Now, now I'm gonna tell a story on Jeeves about that. Night. Oh, this was actually this was actually this was actually Valentine's Day of three or four years ago. So yeah. Jeeves third wheel with Jerry and I. It was a free show to get in Kaijos. We showed up three hours before, and the line was already out the door. That's a smaller venue, small, right? Three air church Lucas and after he was pretty relevant. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. On Valentine's Day. So it's packed up. And mind you, it had snowed like a couple days before. So there's still a little snow on the ground. Parking lot's full of mud, whatever. So we're standing in line, and as you're standing in line, you know they're allowing you to drink. So we we brought like a cooler. So we're that's cool. Somebody's running back to the car, grabbing four or five beers, bringing because we didn't want to. We didn't know like they, could you bring roll your whole cooler up? But then yeah, yeah, you, the never cool. you never know. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. So we're, we're you know we're bringing four or five beers at a time. We're drinking, and then of course the people you're standing around, you create conversation with them because you're there for three four hours. So there's a couple in front of us, and they're out. They're like, yeah, our three kids. We've got a babysitter. Da da da. Anyway, long story short, they ask us kind of like a, you know, oh, how old are you guys? And, yeah. you know, we're like, oh, you know, 24, 25. And Jeeves goes, mind you, this is February. Jeeves' birthday is in October. Yeah. Hey. He goes, he goes, yeah, I'll be 26 in October. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was some time later. Like, Jeeves, you're 25. You're not like, there's, yeah. you're closer backwards to your birthday than you are forward. Four year old, four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. I was like, Jeeves, no, you're 25, man. What are you talking about? 26 in October. And I just, you know, we, we, I died about that one. And that's it, a, that's <laughs> yeah. playing up to the crowd. That's yeah, crazy. exactly. So that's why we keep Jeeves around. A to Google things, see if he's right or wrong, and B, he says some wild stuff every now and then. I get texts from people going, "I can't believe Jeeves just said that on the podcast." <laughs> so that, that's the yeah. way it goes there. Uh, all right, Tito, you got anything left to polish off? Any all final I will thoughts? Polish off is my uh, loaded Yankee lineup headed into this season. Okay. I think we- Started off two and two, got another W today. I don't know, it's four to four in the eighth. I haven't checked it since. Okay. Um, but looking for a big season out of my Yankees. Okay. And if you had to predict your pick for the Jets at three, I keep getting this it's wrong. It's right? three. 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 It's three. Three. I'm gonna be hopeful with Baker Mayfield. Okay. If we plan on playing him, if not, I want Josh. All right, Allen. we'll write it down on the board. And uh, if see we, if you get it right, you have a draft pool board. All right. Oh, actually, speaking of that, I'll pub that. So, uh, I'll pub that. There we do a fantasy game I came up with a couple years ago. I take the full draft, and each section of picks is worth points. Picks one through three, uh, two points. Four through eight, 
uh, three points, eight on down. Okay. Two, four, you know, uh, five, six, seven, and then like I think the final three picks are worth maybe like twelve points, and then like ten points for the the, the you know whatever. Okay. So what we do is we I do do a, I do do huh. I do have a draft party. I do have a draft party, and people come over, and we've added. So there's no entry fee, but you have a max amount. You can only spend five dollars at a gas station. You can get whatever you want. Winner take the whole pot. Okay. If you can't make it to the draft party, you can just submit it. Though if you do win, you won't be able to take home the piece of the four locos and condoms and toilet paper and hamburger juice and all that kind of random stuff <laughs> that we that last year we had in the in the middle of the pot. That's a fun um, but that's kind of a fantasy game that we do. We don't factor in trades. It's basically what we've added is okay. if you put the player where the number is, but say you had the Browns taking Saquon Barkley at four, but somehow they trade back and still get him at six, as long as you have him with the same team. You, we'll give you the points of where he was actually taken. Okay. As a stance, because but we we, we do not allow like I'm going to predict the Bills trade this pick and this pick to go up to this. Yeah, pick. that's too much. But if you had the Chiefs at or the Chiefs don't have a first round pick, but say you have the Bills at number twelve taken Mika Fitzpatrick, but they trade up and take a quarterback at three. But Minka still goes at twelve. But Minka still goes at twelve. You get the points if they go up at three and at three you had Josh Allen going. Okay. But you still had but it. You I got you. Get the I points. Got you. you get the points if it's on the same number. Two spades. You got to line up a suit or a number. Yep. So yeah. as long as it's at the number <laughs> or you have the team correct, you get the points of where they actually were taken. Okay. okay. But yeah, like you said, if they if you get the twelfth pick right, that's more points than the third pick right, which is only one one or two. Points. Okay. So, but that's kind of how we do it. I color code it and all that kind of stuff. And we I send out the top fifty draft prospects and the list of the scoring and all that kind of stuff. So, Yankees won yeah. eleven to four. Oh, mm-hmm. nice! Wow, we had a huge. Last two innings. The Google man. It was four to four. Comes through late. clutch. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Didi Gregorius is an underrated shortstop in the MLB. Okay. He gets. He doesn't get as much love with Gary Sanchez, Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge, and Giancarlo now. Okay. How do you, how do you think Giancarlo and Aaron Judge are going to? I know Aaron Judge was good last year, but how do you think Giancarlo is going to do? Um, he's already hit a handful of home runs. He's or not a handful quite yet, but he's getting there. Uh, he's played left, right field. He seems to be just willing to do whatever it takes to win. Um, him and Giancarlo, or Giancarlo and Judge, kind of bonded at the home run derby a bit as they were the yeah. two favorites. Yeah. Um, they kind of chatted it up there. It's a little foreshadowing that yeah. we didn't realize yeah. was in the works. Um, but I like, I like what we got. Three four punch, man. That's a yeah. heck of a three four punch. Yeah. So we'll see how they. They seem to be getting along chemistry wise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more concerned about how Aaron Boone will handle both of them than I am how they will handle each other. Gotcha. Uh, coming off Joe Girardi from last year, who seemed to do really well. Stuck with Aaron Judge through his he set the record for most consecutive games yeah. to strike out. Um, he never got benched. He moved him around in the lineup a little bit, trying to find some order trying back to find in his mojo. Back. Yeah, trying to find the mojo. Um, and he found it. He had yeah. 15 home runs in September. So I'm excited, nice. man. I think we got a lot of pieces around them that nice. make it worth it. It's not we're not relying on Judge and Stanton to both hit 50 home runs this year. We have okay. a lot else going on. So yeah. I really like where nice. we're at. I'll say this: we'll polish it off. Everybody else here has just tried it. If you haven't yet, and I'm not a Bud Light guy, I would never promote it, but Bud Light Orange, I've only seen it at one Walmart. This is to me, this is the summer drink. This quality. is the it's quality. If you you're take at a pool, pool on a lake. beach, lake, 
by a body of water sitting on even a front porch if you're just hanging out. It's very smooth. It doesn't taste like beer, but it's, it's enough. Like sun kissed almost. That's it exactly. Is. Yeah, it's it's sun kissed with I, alcohol without yes. the ting. Yes, and, but the thing is too, it's you still four point two. Yeah, exactly. You worry about some of those Bud Light lives and some of the other ones, and they're like, oh, three point two. This is a yeah. four point two. A regular Bud Light's four five. Yeah. So a, a four That's two, perfect. you're sitting right yeah. at it. again. Yeah. You don't want it too heavy if you're by the pool because you're going to get drunk faster anyway with the sun and the heat. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't had a chance, go out and get it. I didn't want to like it, but it is like a sun kiss with it's, a little bit hard, of food. It's hard not to like. Exactly. Yeah, it's almost unfortunate that it's so like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think like when we tried it, we tried it what, a couple weeks ago, something, and I think everybody who that like because everybody got one, and we, we all, all drank one. We shared it and passed it around. And I think everybody said that it tastes like a sun kiss. Yeah. yeah. And that's what. It, Re- resembles a sun kiss, but with alcohol. It is. So, you don't even really taste the alcohol, though. You don't. Yeah. I do have one question for you. You're wearing a warrior shirt. Oh God! Oh, Who's the NBA Finals prediction? I don't know what our time limit is. Oh, you're good. But NBA, NBA Finals? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I'm wearing a Horn, our Warriors <laughs> uh, shirt, uh, but I think it's going to be. Uh, Rockets and Celtics. Oh wow! Okay, I like it. I like it. I don't like the Warriors very much. KD kind of tarnished that for me. I appreciated the homegrown Steph Curry, Draymond, Clay coming out of nowhere, kind of doing the thing, doing their thing, and then KD came yeah. in and crashed that part. No, I mean, he had to get a ring, man. Yeah, he did. He, he, did. he, he, had to. he didn't want the Dan Marino effect where you don't you go out as one of the best, but you don't have a ring. Yeah, yeah but he so. had a Russell man. I, I, I you see, that, that's the thing. It doesn't bother me. That's the thing. It's like people. Are, like, when he left, they, 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 they had Russell. He had Russell, but he also had Russell and James Harden. Yes. They would have yeah. kept that three together. They that three well, but aside from means, that, like, you guys crazy. came back. The, I say you guys. I don't know. I guess you're not a true Warrior fan. Or oh, yeah. Warrior? I'm from California, so I'm oh. a true Warrior fan. If okay. they sucked, he wouldn't be wearing that shirt. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I don't know. He's wearing that shirt that since they won. The way the Warriors came back against the Warriors. <laughs> you never, he he never, you never wore any Jason Richardson shirts in high school. Because he was trash. No, he didn't come here till the Bobcats years. Jason Richardson was on the Warriors when they were the throwback that the man on the front. They had the dark blue with the yellow slash gold outline. That's all right. I know you didn't have money back then, your parents stuff, but you know. I like Rocket Celtics prediction. I don't think the Celtics make it. I think it'll be the Cavs. Yeah, it's Cavs. Yeah, Cavs, hopefully Rockets. It'll be the Cavs, Warriors, Warriors in six. LeBron's I think the LeBron's greatest player. The I would love years. for the Warriors not to make it. So I agree. I think if the Warriors don't make it, then the Cavs. Like I think LeBron will yeah. do it. I think LeBron's gonna be worn out. No, dude, no. they've been saying that for years. years. People out. He yeah. spends a million dollars a year on staying. I bet LeBron. You know who's years. worn out is the I Rockets. Not, I love the Rockets are worn out. Yeah, they yeah. If anybody's worn out, it's that's why I think LeBron. Golden State's still going to be. Yeah, I'm, I am. A, I will go on record as a huge LeBron fan. Yeah, he's been worn out for 14 years. Can you still yeah. do it? Is he there? Is he sure. have it? He's got it. <laughs> He's but there. He does. I think it's going to be rock, Rocket Celtics. All right. Sounds Some good. New blood Predictions by Jeeves. Add it. New segment like to the, the podcast. In, in <laughs> two years. Maybe even in a year. With Gordon Hayward in the middle of what they've been doing this year, they will be very good. True. But they're missing 25 points a game yeah. on 51% shooting. Yeah. True. That's, True. I think that's too big to overcome as far as NBA Finals talk goes. True. I like the Rockets, though. Well, we can bring you back here in a couple months, and we'll see if the predictions yeah. are true. As long we as you're still here. Yeah. All right, we'll send it out. Thanks for everybody listening. Make sure you get your Beards Watch shirts. Like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. 
Tito, thanks for joining as always. Jeeves I and Larry, thanks for joining. Oh, it's no been problem. Fun. Yeah, it was a good conversation. That's all we need. Yeah. All right. Peace. Bud Light, where's that sponsorship?